go, everybody? I don't know. It, where, where, where'd it go? It's like we blinked <laughs> and a whole month happened. A whole month happened of no content, of just being in survival mode, trying to get through school. And it, it was a time. But we're back. Maybe? Maybe. For today? Hopefully a little more for today. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen next week. I'm just like, I'm just going with the flow at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> like, you know what? We have the capacity to record today. So we will. We have the mental ability <laughs> to talk to everyone. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to We Are the Queen podcast. <laughs> so I don't know how to explain our absence other than that just trying to keep up with school. Work has been absolute chaos. And nor- before this year happened... My routine was always like read textbooks on the weekend, do a hobby, and then work during the week and then do all my homework during the week. I don't know what changed this year if school was just introducing more and more homework (laughs) and having less and less time to do so. Or I'm just going out and doing more things now, trying to socialize. That's also possible. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, crap, we didn't record again. (laughs) I feel like the weekends go by, like, just so quickly. And, yeah, and I'm I'm trying to stay on top of school, too. I just had to do a big group project, so that took a lot of my time and energy. But thank goodness I had a really good group. I would not have been able to (laughs) manage that project if my group members hadn't been so amazing. And um, I am proud to report that professor, first of all, he is way too on top of things. Like, it's bizarre, like, how on top of things he is. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to grade something the day after I turn it in. But I appreciate it. But it's weird. (laughs) Right? Like, my, my current professor right now has been really good about getting things in a timely manner back to us. And then my last professor... For the trauma and crisis course, he was really on top of things. Like, turn something in the next day, we would get it back. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's so weird. Yeah. So, anyways, um, proud to report, got a hundred percent on my group paper. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> we worked really God. hard on it. So. Yeah, in his comments, he's like, oh, wow, okay, you guys really did a lot of work. It's like, oh, it it was like, so it was one of those papers where it's like, it has to be three to five pages, like five pages maximum. And Mm -hmm. when we did like our initial draft, we had like seven pages and we're like, oops, (laughs) guess we need to pare it down a little bit. So we literally, we got it right to the end of the fifth page. If we would have written like a few words more, it would have gone on to the next page. And we're like, okay, guys. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But, you know, it's one of those projects where like they ask for so much information. They're like, how are we going to get this in three pages? We have to do like five pages. Like we have to push it to the max because we're Mm -hmm. not going to be able to discuss everything in the detail that is required so yeah 
See, and then normally I have the opposite problem where I, I'm just like half of a page short. <laughs> so then I just pick a fluffy word salad, hope for the best yep. <laughs> that it all makes sense. And then I usually turn it Yeah, I'm really, can I expand this just a little bit more? Can I use more transition words? Can I put in, can I separate this one paragraph into two so that I get an extra line? <laughs> Just one line is all I need. Just one. Well, the other thing that happened that kept us from recording, April, is I had COVID. (laughs) Two years into this. You almost made it. I almost made it. I had not. I mean, there's a lot to be thankful for. I'm very thankful that I had not had COVID up until this point. I'm thankful I had been vaccinated and boosted. I'm thankful that I found out from the person that I was exposed to immediately <laughs> that I was exposed. Mm-hmm. And so I had literally like had had no time between me seeing that person and then knowing the very next day that they had COVID. So I hadn't gone anywhere in between those two points. So I was like, okay, thank God I'm like unknowingly, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> infected other people. Well, I guess I did unknowingly infect Justin, but <laughs> he's not here oh. to defend himself. Yeah, we both got it. <laughs> I hope he feels better soon. Yeah. I know that he's on the up and up yeah. now. But... Definitely getting better oh. is like a slow journey to feeling better. I definitely... Like, going into it, I assumed, which I just should know not to, um, I assumed that I would be, like, you know, sick for a couple days and then back up again. But, like, I was down for a good week, week and a half before, like, really, like, I got sick, like, not this last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before was when I actually tested positive. And this weekend, I'm just now feeling like I'm back to like kind of basically normal like I still have mm-hmm. a little bit of congestion I don't know if it, it really comes across in my voice anymore but even this week I still kind of sounded sick um in my mm-hmm. voice um so that's getting better and then really it's just in the morning when I first wake up like I'm congested and I need to blow my nose and then pretty much I'm fine besides that so um Justin's like a couple days behind me in symptoms so he's still kind of feeling tired and down and stuff so um but we're through the worst of it we are done with fevers I had a fever (laughs) I had not had a fever in years and I had a fever I was like what is this (laughs) what is happening um but yeah I know I but yeah also just very thankful that I was able to stay home and recover and thank goodness for grocery pickup and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of thing. So ate lots of uh, applesauce <laughs> over the last couple of weeks and feeling much better now. That's awesome. Yeah. I know you've sent me a couple of voice <laughs> memos when you were like, really really down and really really out of it i was like oh no oh no oh she was so close Uh." yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot to process (laughs) but here we are 
it happens. Um, I recommend getting vaccinated if you still have not been vaccinated. I recommend, um, yeah, taking any precautions you have. Um, having um, at-home COVID tests is also an amazing thing because, like, I mean, early in COVID, we had to, like, go and, like, find a place to go get tested if we were exposed. Now you can mm-hmm. just test from the comfort of your own home. And if you test positive, there's just, like, a, um, there's, a like, a phone number that you call. And you call and you're like, hey, I have COVID. And they're like, okay, what zip code do you live in? And you say your zip code. And then they're like, okay, thank you. I hope you feel better. And then that's it. So didn't have to leave home or anything. Just, I'm just thinking to myself how... Um how you know the nose swab mm. and the throat swab it's like is it better for someone else to do that to <laughs> you or for you to do, do it, it to yourself, yourself? well hmm. i'll say that um over the course of the last two years thankfully they have i think improved the testing um so the tests that we have access to down here in the states um or at least the ones that we were sent for free in the mail also you can get your test for free there are different websites. Maybe I'll post it on our um, Instagram account um, where you can order tests. And I think you can get like eight every month or something for free. Um, and then a lot of pharmacies have them too. And you just have to like give them your insurance information. But the easiest way is just to literally go online and um, they just get sent in the mail to you. Anyway, so mm-hmm. um, so I ordered more of those. Like when I first got sick, that way we'd have we'd have more tests um so we have quite a few now (laughs) and i'm like we are stocked up (laughs) that way we can test if we're gonna go do you know any events or anything like that where we're gonna be around a lot of people we might we might try to test like before and after or something um Mm -hmm. anyways but the ones that we have you do it's a nose swab so you do put it in your nose but you don't have to go very far up so like you're literally just going into like the like first part of your nose i think they said like it'd be basically like putting like the like tip of your pinky in like it's not like an invasive like as in trying to find your brain or anything like that (laughs) the brain it did make my eyes water so bad though and i think part of it is because um uh so as as um covid has like changed and new variants have popped up that the symptoms have changed so the mm-hmm. symptoms that um that we had was like uh, having a combination of like strep throat and a sinus infection it was all like mm. it wasn't like inner lungs or anything like that it was all like throat and up <laughs> and Mm-hmm. So my nose was super swollen and congested like the entire time I was sick. And so when I was doing the test, I was like, you know, rubbing it inside my nose and like my eyes are just like tearing up because <laughs> I think because my nose was just so inflamed, it was just so sensitive. But mm-hmm. it's fast. Like you just have to like rub it in your nose for 15 seconds, rub it on your other nostril for 15 seconds. And then you use this little vial that it comes with. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty easy, especially once you kind of read the directions. It's pretty straightforward. So, um, yeah, the I think one of the weirdest things though is like 
the timeline of when I tested positive versus like when I started having symptoms versus when I was exposed. Like it all just happened so fast. Cause like I was exposed on a Saturday. I learned about the exposure on Sunday, the following day. And then by Monday, I had like a scratchy throat. I assumed it was allergies though, because I'm like, how could this possibly be this fast? <laughs> and, then, and I had gone outside on Sunday and like, and all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, it's probably just allergies. But I, I wore my mask when I went out on Monday. Um, Cause they say that you're not supposed, or you're supposed to try to wait five days after you're exposed to test. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you have symptoms and you can test sooner. Well, then by Tuesday, my throat hurt so bad. That's the day I sent you voice memos because I was like, April, mm-hmm. I can't talk. <laughs> my voice is so terrible. Anyway, so I, I need validation. I <laughs> so I felt awful. So I'm like, well, I'm going to take a test today because I have symptoms. No, it was negative on Tuesday. And by Tuesday night, I had a fever. So then on Wednesday, I'm like, okay, I'll test today. I was positive on Wednesday. So within 24 hours, like, wow. I went from the test being negative to being positive. So anyway, it was uh, wild. That's absolutely crazy. I I still wear masks when I go, like, grocery shopping and all this stuff. And anyone where there's, like, big crowds mm-hmm. of people. Um. Thankfully, nothing has happened yet, and I hope it continues to stay that way because yeah. I don't want to get sick during summer. Yeah, because like this is my season. exactly mine. <laughs> so I'm doing everything I can to defend myself. Yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah, I've gotten really lax on the mask wearing, and I'm like, all right, guess guess they're coming back. <laughs> It's Although now. for the next 90 days, I am super immune, apparently. <laughs> yes. Summer. Do not waste this. I know. <laughs> Do not waste this opportunity. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the time to go on a national trip. Apparently. <laughs> I wish I had time for that. Anyway. <laughs> Bummer. Oh, well, we tried. Yep. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, well, that's been so... my uh, couple last couple of weeks. <laughs> yes. You poor thing. <laughs> and meanwhile, up in Canada, um, I've been to see my doctor, and we've been talking about an ADHD diagnosis, and it has been confirmed that I have ADHD. You heard it here, folks. Confirmed. You heard it here. <laughs> confirmed. Like, I know I've been making jokes about it because, you That's know, how you cope. as I was telling my friend, <laughs> yeah, as I was telling my friend, if it, wa- if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's more than likely a duck. And I'm definitely a duck. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I truly have the best doctor ever. Once he had confirmed it, he like checked in with me like, okay, now that you know for sure that you have this and you know it's considered a label to many people like how are you feeling 
um, what's your emotional state about this right now? And I told him, I just want help. Yeah, it's probably a relief, which I mean, like, because that's the whole point as an adult, like you're trying, you know, you're, you've been like trying to figure out your, yourself, I guess. And mm-hmm. like, why would you pursue a diagnosis with your doctor? <laughs> like, if right. you hadn't brought exactly. it up, he probably wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't no, have asked. Probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have thought anything of it because you know, you see on him. a normal, yeah, normal time, like I only see him like twice a right. year because overall I am fairly healthy. But it's just like to go through my entire childhood with the idea from the educational system that I am lazy and won't get very far. Guess what? Fuck you. I'm about to get my master's. And just, it really makes me feel bitter that I was treated that way. Mm -hmm. And like, I have had to work hard to improve my life. Mm -hmm. Like, and you had to like put the pieces of the puzzle together to be like mm-hmm. oh wait like i'm a bit different than other people and there might be a reason <laughs> for like how i do things and how i think and how i respond to things and like mm-hmm. like you know it makes me sad for younger you because you know, if you had had that support and that, yes, it's a label, but you also could have received certain resources and, or at least had like a better understanding of like how you function, mm-hmm. um, at that point, but can't go back and change the past. So here we yes. are now you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and to that point of you know, not having the pieces until much later in life. It's like, okay, well, the education system could have, like, not forced me to be something I wasn't. Yeah. So. Isn't it true? So, so now that you have this diagnosis of ADHD, obviously you are an expert on ADHD, so I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. So, um, so from my understanding, ADHD in girls is really hard to spot until later in life. Is that... Okay, yes. I, I thought that that was true. Because um, for boys, they often, not always, but often present more as that, like, off-the-wall, can't sit still, like, that kind of thing. And so that mm-hmm. is, like, in a school system that's easily detectable versus, like, mm-hmm. girls who are just more distracted but are quiet <laughs> about it mm-hmm. than... You know they're they're not gonna um, those symptoms aren't gonna be as noticeable, right? So um, the the form I have is inattentive. So when I was a kid, I would space out all the time, and my especially my early education really suffered for it. Um, And you know, obviously, it's like oh, there goes April again, not paying attention. Yeah, I'm not paying attention. There's something wrong here. If all of my other peers are paying attention and I'm not, it's not because I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Um, 
so yeah, it's it's spacing out a lot for me. That was the case, and like at times I would be like so hyper focused mm-hmm. on the task, and then during my hyper focus, I would like screw something up, and then everything would like be completely derailed. <laughs> Which is, like, traumatizing. <laughs> Especially being in, like, a music and dance class where I'm, like, so hyper-focused. And then I do the wrong move and then it just screws up the entire group. Uh-huh. And then everyone just yells at me and oh. I'm just like, I'm sorry, like, I'm trying really hard to get this right. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, like, impulsivity which for me it's like not making like financially sound decisions so I have a really hard time like budgeting money which is like a really (laughs) big deal yeah um so I have gotten better with that over the years but there are still instances where it's just like you know what I'm just I'm gonna go out and treat myself today and no one can tell me no and (laughs) is that your cat (laughs) yeah. <laughs> that's my cat <laughs> my cat who just yells and yells and yells for no reason our cats might be related oh my god <laughs> where was I that's another thing too like I listeners if you've been listening this entire time for the last year is that I will literally be in the middle of a sentence and then I completely lose my train of thought <laughs> And then it takes me a minute <laughs> to get back to where I was. With the cat or without the cat. <laughs> it's not very helpful. <laughs> no, he's not very helpful. Um, so, but yeah, like a, an impulsive purchase that it's like, I really should plan more thoroughly. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, I want to I want to do this now so that I can do all these projects. And then... Another thing is that I'm such a perfectionist that if I make a mistake, like when I'm sewing, I will literally quit sewing for like six months <laughs> because I'm like, I'm so sh- ashamed. <laughs> Even though like, you're the only person that. that knows that you messed up. <laughs> I know. It's like if anyone was there, they'd be like, I can't. Yeah. I can't see it. Or you I'm just like, fix you it. don't or... understand the finite details. Um. And I probably for a lot of uh, girls and women as well, and non-binary people, um, is that there can also be, like, micro-fidgeting. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, I twitch my foot mm. a lot. And that can also be a sign of anxiety, but that's also me, like, just doing my thing. Yeah. Um, it's all, it's like a like, like a stimulation type of thing, isn't it? Kind of like yeah. a yeah, yeah, kind of like kind of like that. And then, and so it's similar like when people click their pen if they're clicking it nonstop and you know driving their neighbors crazy, yeah, their office neighbors, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'll have to do some more research on like the thoroughness. I'm also like. When I was a kid, I was more awkwardly social, and I still kind of am, but now, but I've, like, embraced that part of myself Mm -hmm. for a long time. Sometimes, like, when I'm talking to someone, like, I'm not, 
looking directly at them. I'm looking off into space. (laughs) But they understand that I'm talking to Mm -hmm. them. But then I also need to remind myself, like, okay, I need to look them in the eye. (laughs) So, which the hard part, too, is that ADHD for girls and I'm non-binary kids, like, it overlaps with the autism spectrum. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it can get really tricky to diagnose someone because, like, all the commonalities with it. Yeah. It's like, okay, all these, there's, like, a whole list of similar symptoms, like, and trying to differentiate which one mm-hmm. is it, or is it a combination of the two, or... <laughs> right. Yup. Oh. So... I'm wondering if I have a little ADHD from what you described. <laughs> Honestly, like I mean, I think it's it coping. Surprise me. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of it. I would be curious to read more into um, ADHD and kind of the like uh, precursors, I guess, because I'm wondering if mm-hmm. it's like a lot of it seems like coping mechanisms mm-hmm. from various experiences. So. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the money thing. <laughs> it's me hard. The money thing. Dang it. Dang you, Target. Ugh. <clears throat> Dang you, video games. <laughs> Dang you, all to heck. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, we're going to be starting treatment up here pretty soon. Um, try to see, like, what works for me and what doesn't. Uh... I'm not sure about medication yet, though I'm already taking medication for my anxiety. Mm-hmm. So if that, okay, that's another thing too, is that anxiety and depression is like a, like a, it's not a precursor, but it's like an after effect of ADHD. Mm-hmm. So like if you have ADHD, you're more susceptible to anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. So now you're getting more to the actual root mm-hmm. of everything, potentially. Yeah. My organizational skills are crap. <laughs> like, like no, no matter where I work, like, my workstation will always be a mess. <laughs> because that's how I'm organized. My brain is a mess. <laughs> but I know where things are most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Until you're like, wait, where was that one thing? I remember having it, but then I put it somewhere. But where did I put it? (laughs) Exactly. Because, like, I don't need it for, like, six months. Or, no, it's on my desk for six months. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not using it right now, so I'm going to put it in the safe place. Well, guess what? I have, like, ten different safe spaces. Yeah. (sighs) It's exhausting. It is. (laughs) And what was great, so part of my treatment is I need to get an EKG. um, Because if we're going to try medication, I need, we need to double check that my heart is working the way it is supposed to. Um, And so I go to the reception desk after being diagnosed and, um, I asked the receptionist for 
like as soon as possible an appointment for an EKG. Oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Uh, where do you like? You live out of town, right? And so I confirm this. Yeah, I live out of town. Okay, great. They have an appointment at such and such a time, like in twenty minutes. I'm like, well, it takes me a half hour to drive back home. <laughs> so okay, I'm I'll, I will drive safely, but hopefully I can get there relatively quickly. I drive all the way there. What appointment? What are you talking about? We do do walk-ins for this, but we don't have appointments here. I was like, oh. So I called the receptionist <laughs> back. I was like, did you mean to send me all the way back home for this appointment? Or <laughs> did you mean in the same building as you guys? And she was like, oh, no. <laughs> we meant the same building. We meant to send you upstairs. And I was like, this confirms everything. <laughs> This moment right here alone. <laughs> so I got it done. Don't worry. <laughs> but oh my God. That's really funny. I d- That's part of the impulsivity where it's like, I don't ask questions. I just go and do it. You just assume you're like, oh, obviously they meant this. Yes. Yeah. Even though that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. But in my mind, it made sense yeah. because of how the sentence structure was. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Poor April. <laughs> I know. I know. At least they were nice about it. <laughs> Helpful. I know. I was nice about it, too, because I was like, oh, God. <laughs> surely, like, my brain just, just did its thing. Yep. But after that moment, I didn't kick myself for it. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. It happened. That makes sense. (laughs) Nothing you can do about it now. Progress was made this day. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh. Oh. How long have we been recording? half hour well so okay now that you know that you have adhd like how has that changed kind of how like your day-to-day functioning like has it been super helpful or you know i think for me it's like aha yeah this is an explanation to everything and how like I struggle being outside of a consistent routine Mm -hmm. because once I have a routine established, then it's like, okay, like I can be like spontaneous and all this stuff. I can't be flexible, but it's also helpful for me to have like a routine to take care of myself and see to whatever it is that I need to take care of Mm -hmm. at the time. So what I'm hoping is, as well as seeking out therapy again, is to like kind of come up with a foundational plan that will help me cope better. (laughs) (laughs) And as well as like once my new career starts, which... To be frank, it requires me to pay attention. (laughs) 
And so, like, even when I'm practicing therapeutic skills and practicing being a counselor with my peers, like, I know I can do it, yeah. but takes up a lot of my energy mm-hmm. to, like, be fully present, be fully in the moment. And so that's why, like, I sought out this diagnosis because, like, you know, I know I can do the work, but I also need a little help doing yeah, it. Yeah, I mean... I think that that is, like, the healthiest way to look into, I mean, any career, but especially being a mental health therapist or counselor. It's, like, you have to take care of yourself, and you have to have the correct supports in place in order to be successful. And, like, Mm -hmm. what a beautiful, like, example that you'll be setting for your future clients. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, I have to be willing to do my own work and I have to be willing um, to be vulnerable and ask for help when needed and like all those great things because if mm-hmm. you're not if you're asking your clients to do that but you're not willing to do the same like mm-hmm. <laughs> why the hell are you seeing clients exactly exactly <clears throat> so yeah I'm looking forward to the realm of possibilities that I now have, um, as well as, like, at least I have something to fall back on without utilizing it as a crutch Mm -hmm. to explain, I struggle with this. It's it's not you, it's It's like, well, and I think it takes it off. It's not like a character flaw for you. No. It's like, no, I have this thing. That no, really, I have this thing. I've lived with it for a third of my life and only just now diagnosed. Yeah, yeah. Still trying to figure life out. <laughs> yes, I'm still trying to figure myself out. Just thankfully, I don't have kids. Yet, yeah, so. yeah. Well, yeah, and I think, I think, um, yeah, I think it, I think it's cool. Like, I think you'll be able to find some tools that will work for you and um you'll be able to yeah like not fall back on it as like this thing that's wrong with you but as like a oh this is how I am (laughs) so this is why oh and these are things I can do you know like evidence-based like treatment plans basically like here are some things that are proven to help with this issue Mm -hmm. so i can live my life (laughs) yeah so in the efforts to uh look after my needs of adhd i asked for an address book oh nice So that all the things I need to send out into the world, all the letters, all the packages, all the everything, the information will be in one location. (laughs) I will have to dig through my phone. I will have to dig through my computer. It will be in one location. (laughs) How exciting. Yay! (laughs) Yay! So... Yeah, it's been a lot. I'm doing fine with it. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, it just, like, 
why didn't someone help me way sooner yeah yeah I think that's like uh, that's the hard thing about being an adult and mm-hmm. it, you know is like no one's going to help you but you like you have to help yourself right you know it's just my looking back on my childhood it's like I have so many adults in my I corner know. <laughs> okay But, I don't know. There's also, like, it sucks because they also didn't know potentially what to do with those red flags if they had seen them. No. You know? No, exactly. Like, I, that's kind of the hard part about growing up in the 90s is that it was still, like, I won't say a brand new thing because I'm sure it had existed, but, like. I don't know. I feel like it was like this expectation unless there was like pretty obvious like developmental delays or some like huge like blinking red light that cannot be missed. Like mm-hmm. for so many kids like you're fine. Go to school. Mm-hmm. Do what the other kids are doing. Like there was like um a lack of awareness of like the nuances of child development and like mm-hmm. how some kids learn differently and some kids need different supports than others and some kids respond just fine to like just go to school and do the work that your teacher says <laughs> and then other mm-hmm. kids are like I don't know how to do that <laughs> well, what do you mean subtract yeah, I didn't learn how to subtract until I was in fourth grade. Yeah. Mm. And then, like, I'm very thankful for, like, my fourth, fifth, and sixth grade teachers because, like, they saw the potential in me and they, like, did their best to, like, curate learning opportunities for me that I could connect mm-hmm. with. So I shouldn't say all the adults didn't help me. It was just, like, the system at the time and it's still happening today depending on where you are the system doesn't work for every child mm-hmm. so my fourth grade teacher uh just kept me after school one day and i think my mom came as well um to help with subtract the learning subtraction and my fourth grade teacher took the time to teach me this is how you do it Okay, like, let's count backwards now, you know, five minus four. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's one. Oh, duh. Why didn't I get this sooner? Yeah. And then once I learned that, then everything else, like, fell into place. Yeah, I feel like it just really takes, um, as I, uh, surprisingly, we're related, April. <laughs> um, what? Like, there are some <laughs> concepts that are just so, like, abstract to me like it just didn't make any sense but like it honestly just takes like one person to sit down and like walk through it and then it's like mm-hmm. oh okay <laughs> oh that makes oh. so much more sense like you know mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that also is just like 
feeling like I couldn't ask questions. Like, I don't know if you feel Mm -hmm. like that, but I feel like a lot of, like, my confusion on different things in life has just been cleared up by the, like, by the fact that I finally was brave enough to ask a question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And was like, yeah, I don't understand. (laughs) I have questions. Um... For me, I'm now at a in a space where like I'm not afraid to ask questions, mm-hmm. but I need a little extra time to think of the questions. Yeah. There's like so. the awareness that you don't understand, but then there's mm-hmm. like okay, but wait, I have to formulate. What is mm-hmm. it that I'm trying to figure out? Like, what is the question? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like, uh the potential medication that I'm going to be put on, like, will it interact well with the other meds that I'm on? Yeah. I didn't think of that during my appointment, but now, like, a couple weeks later, I'm like, oh, this is concerning. <laughs> Wait. I have a question. <laughs> I do have a question. Ha 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 So, Yeah. It's just how I roll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool. I mean, not cool, mm-hmm. but like cool. <laughs> you're cool. You're solving cool. things. <laughs> you're figuring life out. You're trying to make your life easier. I mean, yeah. I think that's that's always a good thing. And, and in the end, you'll be so much happier so much happier yeah and like oh and i thought of something else like the executive function so that's like the ability to get up and do things Mm -hmm. yeah that's a struggle for me too (laughs) it's like i know i have so many dishes to do and i know i need to sweep the floors but the couch (laughs) it calls for me so now you're going to be, sport. yeah, you're going to be walking this like fine line. Like you have to find the balance. Like those things are important, but then also rest is important. And so like making sure you're not overdoing it on either side. Exactly. So I'm going to, my next appointment, hopefully if they have checked over the EKG, which I got done like almost a week ago at this point um that I'm going to start keeping a journal to like look over like the severity of symptoms that I have and like see if any of them are like going down to a much more manageable level Mm -hmm. so we'll see that should be an interesting exercise it should and Zachary said he would help too. So, because like I think observing it from a completely different perspective will be very beneficial. Yeah. At two p.m., I saw you sweeping the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't take me hours to get the gumption to do so. <laughs> you know, I something that I've realized. And I just, I, I don't know. Because I have kind of a similar thing where, like, I want to rest. I want to rest. I don't want to do X, Y, Z chores or whatever. And, but then I realize, like, 
if I just get up and do it, it doesn't actually take that long. <laughs> and so, like, exactly. that's literally, like, how I've been, like, getting through is, like, okay, if I just go and unload the dishwasher and load it, that will take me, like, maybe 10 minutes, and then I can go do something else. <laughs> right. And the, or, like, folding laundry. Mm. Oh, I hate, I hate it, too. Laundry. Oh, my God. I hate it, hate it, hate it. But then once I get going, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty chill. Yeah, I know, right? Like, it's not that bad. Like, I mean, it sucks, it's not, but it's also not that like, bad. What is it in my brain that just revs me up like, no, I don't want to do it. And, uh, I want to do other things with my time. Uh, I'm almost 33 years old. <laughs> it's all about balancing it out. And, like, I feel like what gets overwhelming is if I have too many chores that I feel like I need to do and so I try to like break it down like into like okay I'll do this for a little bit and then I'll go do something else and then later today I'll do this part and you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then sometimes I just get into that weird like cleaning mood like today where I'm like I need to vacuum the house and take the garbage out and (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it just has to happen (laughs) Yes. Um, I cleaned out the car the other day. Granted, I put it off for like weeks, but I got it done. So I, I need to remind myself, like, it doesn't really take that long of a time. You just think it takes yes. a thousand years because you don't want to do it. Because you spend way more time thinking about not wanting to do it. Yes. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't that like an episode of Spongebob? Oh, probably. Where he, he, he's working on the boating school paper and it's like taking him forever because he like <laughs> doesn't want to do it. I, I don't remember, but it's something like that. <laughs> you know, as a kid, when you're watching that, it's like, just get it done. It's like, now that I'm an adult. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We've been, um, during our time of sickness, we were like, we need something easy to watch. So we have been re-watching 30 Rock. Yes. Totally. We've gone through almost the entire series in like a week and a half. (laughs) But it's so good. You'll appreciate this. One one of my local acquaintances, we've been messaging more and more often. And I saw him like a week and a half ago. He was sewing some costumes for his drag and I brought him coffee and we just took a couple hours to catch up because like it had been almost a year since we were able to hang out um, because they're both so busy. (laughs) He messaged me saying, I finally have the Rona. Oh, no. <laughs> and I sent him the 30 Rock gif of where Liz is on the toilet <laughs> and the brooms there. Yes. There. <laughs> there are so many moments of that show that just is like, oh, my God. Oh, this That's is so life. Funny. This is real life, but also so absurd. It's <laughs> so did you finish Obi-Wan Kenobi? Oh my god, yes. 
That was the other thing <gasps> that we watched. Oh my god. Wasn't it good? So good. The last episode. Oh my god. Like, I loved I every episode, but that last one, like, I was just, like, on the couch, like, mouth open. Like, just, like, what is going on? What is happening? What is this? It's so good. And it's so beautiful. It's so tragic. Oh, my God. I know. Do you think that there's going to be a season two? I, th- I think there can be. I I don't know if there will be, but I think there can be. I'm leaning towards I think they're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, so one of the... So we when we watched the episodes, um, right after watching each episode, we've been watching um, a recap uh, show. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> It's called Fresh Ink, and it's on the uh, the G4 TV, like, social, like, YouTubes and Twitch and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, and they've done these for, like, other shows. Like, they did it for, like, Moon Knight, and then I think they're doing it for Ms. Marvel now. Um, but it's been really fun to watch those, like, following each episode, because they they not only recap it, but they talk about, like, oh, these are some things that we think might happen. And then, like, future episodes, they catch, Mm -hmm. like, Easter eggs and call those out. So it's been, like, kind of cool to, like, watch that in conjunction. And so after we watched the finale, we watched the Fresh Ink episode. And I really liked their, their, like, um, uh, what word am I thinking of? Oh, no. Brain fart. Oh, my God. (laughs) recap yeah well i i really liked their um uh their hypothesis and like their reasoning why they think that there might be a second season because apparently the show was only supposed or like supposedly like fans are told it was only a one-off like it was just one season Mm -hmm. but there's so much more that they could do with the show and then one thing that Justin was waiting for. It was Justin was thinking that they were going to wipe Leia's memory at the end because Mm. when you get to, like, you know, A New Hope, she doesn't really remember Obi-Wan. Like, she just calls him because he's someone that his dad, or that her dad talked about and was like, okay, I know that this is a person that can help out. But if they had gone on this, like, crazy adventure in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, she would she would potentially remember him, right? Like, oh, yeah, you saved me from the kidnappers that one time. But. Interesting. So, so he was, Justin's, like, thing was, like, well, maybe they're going to wipe her memory, which is a thing the Jedis can do so that mm-hmm. she wouldn't remember what happened to her. But then they didn't. They didn't wipe her memory. Mm. So maybe there's another season where they do more with Leia and like Obi-Wan and all that. Mm-hmm. Plus, I would think that because like Luke in episode four yes. knows who, well, he doesn't know 
Obi-Wan the Jedi. He knows Ben. Mm-hmm. Old Ben Kenobi. And, yes, the other thing was that at the end of the final episode, Obi-Wan, like, packs up to, like, leave. So he's mm-hmm. no longer going to be watching over Luke. But then, in A New Hope, old Ben Kenobi is living out there in Tatooine like what he had been at the beginning of Obi-Wan Kenobi's show. Mm-hmm. So he, I'm like, okay, so he's leaving, but then at some point he's going to circle back and live on Tatooine in hiding. That, I guess maybe I was confused like when he packed up and left at the end, like right. where he was going to go. Is he going off on I more adventures or is he just moving further away? Mm-hmm. I thought the same thing. Plus, like, I was like, is he looking for Yoda? Mm. Well, and then they had, they put the Qui-Gon um, ghost, like, right at the end. Yes! Which we were waiting, we were waiting for him to show up, like, every single episode. We're like, okay, this Sing. episode, he's gonna show Sing. up. <laughs> Sing. Oh, his ass is getting kicked by Darth Vader. Truly, yes. this is the moment. Yes. We're like, okay, Qui-Gon, show up. Because he kept, like, trying to, like, you know, like, the whole series, he was, like, talking to Qui-Gon and, like, wanting him to show up. And so we're like, okay. He's gonna... When he's right? buried like, in give rocks, me some... Qui-Gon will show up and tell him sure how to me. do it. Like, give me some Lion King-esque shit. Yes. Remember who you are, the ghost of your father, or in this case, the ghost of your mentor. No, no, no. It's like towards the very end, like two lines. I swear he only had two yeah. lines. I liked how they did it, but I was also still mad. <laughs> it's like, no, like, come on. So if they do another se- season... I'm not going to have another two lines from Liam Neeson. Like, come on, give me a monologue. We need we need a Yoda monologue from Qui-Gon. Like what we had in... Which one was that? The one... Was that episode six? The one where... The tree on the island where Luke is hiding goes oh, up in flames. Uh, 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 the Last Jedi? The Last Jedi, yes. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Justin is screaming into the pits of despair. <laughs> sorry, Justin. Oh my god. There are too many movies. I cannot remember every single name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we're, we're in a master's program, Justin. Leave us alone. <laughs> them alone (laughs) oh my gosh but yeah no that show was so good obi-wan kenobi was so good and ewan mcgregor is amazing i was so excited to see him again and yeah hayden christensen coming back he brought it this time he i first of all i'm shocked that he came back because the fandom during the prequel trilogy was once again trash yeah. to him. They've been trashed as so many people. It's so ridiculous. I said it. That was the other Come th- at me. That was the other thing they talked about on the Fresh Ink recaps was like, oh, he 
came back and he is acting and he is like he was here for it probably acting the whole time and like he worked with a rather poor script like i mean that, that actors probably, don't write their lines yeah i don't think that helps no i hate sand <laughs> good for you <laughs> why are you not on a planet with sand <laughs> oh god yeah i i'm not gonna lie i'm not uh i, I, I previously was not hating christian fan i just yeah but i think you're right i think was part of it i mean the the writing was part of it the direction was part of it just that he was young Mm-hmm. And now he's like, oh, I get to play Darth Vader? Well, then I will be cool. I did. Did you like... So that, like, flashback scene of Anakin and Obi-Wan, like, practicing, like, fighting against each other. Like, as soon as they, as soon as Hayden Christensen turned around, I'm like, oh, no. They did not age him down at all. <laughs> oh, he looks no. old. <laughs> I know, and it was with the attack of the... Attack of the Clones haircut yes. style. So yes. Like- so he was supposed to be the age he would have been in the middle of number two and number three. And I'm like, oh no. Oh no. This didn't go well. Like, you gotta tell uh, some CG or something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> oh well. We can't have it all, unfortunately. <laughs> And that's a small sin I am willing to forgive. <laughs> oh, well, and then the other argument for a season two is we barely saw Luke anyways. So we have to have right. a season where they follow Luke more closely because Leia got all the screen mm-hmm. time, which she's amazing. I want to see more of her anyways. Right. <clears throat> like, protect those children at all costs. Hollywood, I'm looking at you. I don't trust you. <laughs> I need to catch up on Stranger Things. Oh, uh, well. yes, we started rewatching from season one because we're like, it's been so long since we've seen season mm-hmm. three that we felt like we couldn't start season four. But then we got distracted with other things and we got sick, and so we're like, I don't know when you're sick and watching Stranger Things. We're just like, you know, we need something more lighthearted than Stranger Things. It's a very enjoyable show. But it's mm-hmm. also a lot. <laughs> well, it could scare the COVID out of you. Oh, maybe. <laughs> we are... Dang it, why didn't you think of this sooner? I know, dang it. Well, we did get to season two because that's where uh, Samwise Gamgee shows up. <laughs> Sean Austin. <laughs> or Bob oh. in Stranger Things. <laughs> Bob the White. <laughs> you have to watch Stranger Things and Lord of the Rings to understand that joke. Yes. <laughs> Zachary and I, we say it to each other all, t- all the time. I am Bob the White. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think well, gang. that wraps up our episode. We for rambled today. for a good old hour. <laughs> a good old hour just catching up and like pretending we know how to podcast and host a podcast sometimes we do 
I'm sometimes we do. Sometimes it goes very well. Right now, I am trying to get some affirmation cards pulled. And then, April, I will have you choose a random one, maybe. A random one? Hmm. Yeah. Through the computer screen? Yeah, let me grab a couple here. Two. Three. Okay, I grabbed three. Dear listener, you cannot see this, but I will hold them up for April. The backs of them, so she cannot see what they say. (laughs) There are three of them, and she will choose which one. Uh, The middle one. The middle one? Yes. Okay. The middle one says, I trust my life's process. Is that not topical or what? Wow. <laughs> it's like my mind knew something. It's a, pick that one, pick that one, pick that one. I trust my life's process. Life Hopefully is a we'll journey, be back people. Next week. <laughs> it is a journey. Life is a journey. We hope this week's journey will not be too chaotic, so we can maybe be back next week get ramping up on content again content yeah content oh and google hangouts didn't yell at us yes being on here for 40 minutes take that zoom take that zoom pile of garbage (laughs) (laughs) do something for yourself this week everyone agreed all right take care all see you next time Bye. bye